0: rant network this group is Dale and david solomon every monday wednesday friday news if you think about it we rant about it listen to us live on facebook well everybody it's just another week post super bowl hope you enjoyed the game i hope your team won hope you had fun and i hope you weren't too drunk or miserable and if you wanted a day off i hope you got your day off Everybody, David Solomon here at the Rant Network. My friend Stuart is not available today. He'll be back on Wednesday. And you know, for those of you who are, you know, uh, like I said, coming out of this, you know, looking at this world that we're in today, looking in what you know, post-Super Bowl, and I know that you're probably like really needy, maybe in the Olympics, and you're so happy to cheer on your team, you know, you're going for Canada going for the United States, going for whoever you're going for. And I'm hoping your team is meddling and winning and everything else and that. But the crazy thing that's happening is that where, what happened 10 minutes ago, 10 minutes ago, a while back, we were all upset. The Beijing Olympics. First, it was the fact that it was COVID. I mean, Why would you do the Olympics in a COVID period? I mean, even though we had in Japan a year ago, not even a year ago, but now we're having it in Beijing and Beijing, you know, that's China. And so why are we having it in China again? And the upset was, how could the Olympic Committee give it to such a regime? Well, nobody wanted it when it was up for grabs eight years ago, you know, and now here we are in 2022, back in 2014, countries were just, no, I'm not going to do this. They didn't want to be bankrupted. And so Beijing said, oh, we have the infrastructure. We did it, you know, back in 2008 for the Summer Olympics. We'll do the Winter Olympics, and voila, here we go again. But you know what's interesting is that how many countries were upset about it and how many countries all of a sudden said, you know, boycott. That word was thrown around like it was simple, easy. And what they said was they were not going to do a real boycott. They were going to do a political boycott. So President Biden, Justin Trudeau, other leaders said they weren't going to go to Beijing for the opening, which is what normally what leaders would do, whether it's the the, the heads of state or their second in commands or whomever. Usually that's what happens. Premier of China said, first of all, who the hell cares? And you weren't invited anyways. <laughs> I mean, that was hilarious. So this message that they tried to send to China was as watered down as it gets. Now. The world's attention is focused now on Ukraine with Russia, Russia being on the border, and everybody's freaking out on that. The China question seemed to have disappeared. But the China question disappears regularly. Sadly, it goes on regularly. Now, why are we upset about China? I mean, there's a laundry list of problems with China. If you're in business, if you're in software, then you're worrying about very often about intellectual property infringement, copying of software. We see that problem on a regular basis. Though China says that they're going, they're getting better, but mm, they're not really getting better at this. And there's a tremendous amount of problems. We talk about China in a way because look, there are partners in terms of buying merch. We buy so much; it's cheap manufacturing. We love it. We need to be friends with them. But on the other hand, their political record isn't so good. I mean, you know, communist country, um, they're not, you know, interested in you and I, what they do to their, you know, they have a, you know, their regulations with their population is is so rigid. And as a communist, pop, you know, structure, no one is allowed to be rich. Yeah, right. No one's allowed to prosper. Yeah, right. And, you know, your life is controlled by the state, in effect. again world stay silent. And then there's the human rights violation. Then there's the problem with human rights and human rights being an ongoing problem. And most notably with the Uyghurs. Now, the the, the crazy thing is that we as a society continue to forget about the Uyghur plight. And that, you know, if you, if you were actually reading stuff like the Atlantic and others, then all of a sudden you're saying, oh, yeah, who are they again? I've heard the name. I can't spell it. You know, U Y G H U R. I can't spell it. So, like, what? What are they? Well, unfortunately, they're being called an ethnic minority group. They're a Muslim group, by the way. They're Muslims, and in China, religion is frowned upon. Right? The only religion is the Communist Party, and Muslims are viewed as enemies of the state. That's why they're subjugated and in internment camps, concentration camps. Where this population goes and is re-educated, re-brainwashed to be part of society if they don't conform. They're in hard labor camps where if they don't conform, they stay there and the world stays silent. Now, we've talked about the NBA has this love affair for China because it's such a big and beautiful country, and it's where the future is at. Nike's manufacturing. there. we've talked about this, and I'm not going to go back in there. And kudos to at least one basketball player, Enos Cantor Freedom. Uh, that's his name. He changed his last name to Freedom. He's now an American citizen. He's from Turkey. And he's called out the NBA for its BS. It's called out the NBA for the fact that they're ignoring the plight of the Chinese and especially the Uyghurs, in China. Now, it's interesting because we love to give it lip service. And we like to say all these things. You know, oh yeah, we care, we care, we care, we care. You know when we care? It's when all of a sudden we say a politically incorrect statement. Okay? Now, the part owner of the Golden State Warriors, Chamath Palihapitiya, was on a podcast. He's the CEO of Social Capital, member of the Virgin Galactic Board, And he said, let's be honest, nobody cares about what's happening to the Uyghurs, okay? You bring it up because you really care, and I think that's nice that you care. The rest of us don't care. He says, I care about the fact that our economy could turn on a dime if China invades Taiwan. I care about climate change. I care about America's crippling and decrepit health care. But if you're asking me, do I care about a segment of a class of people in another country, not until we could take care of ourselves will I prioritize them Over us. And it's interesting how he got ripped apart shred by shred, including the head coach of the team, Steve Kerr, who wanted to distance himself from from it. Uh, Steve's a quite a woke guy. So, of course, this is disgusting. How dare the man say something that many Americans and Canadians and Westerners believe in? This is an out of sight, out of mind population. Who cares? Who cares? That's his attitude. And if you actually care, let me ask you this question. How many protests have, been in, have you seen in your city? How many have you gone to? How many newspaper or media articles have been published? How many political pundits go on there? How many have threatened boycotting or sanctions? Or how many have actually stood up in certain communities to voice their frustration for it? Almost nobody. So again, He's vilified, but he's right. Unfortunately, that we actually don't care about the plight of the Uyghurs. We don't care about the plight of many minorities who are being persecuted around the world. Okay, I challenge you to name me three. I honestly do. I'll bet you you're gonna have a you're gonna have a tough time. But if you dig not hard, you're gonna find that there are atrocities all over the world. And China, who sits on the Human Rights Commission board, and and tells the world how they should act, but they themselves are persecuting their population and persecuting Uyghurs. And the American population, the Canadian population, sits back and goes, yeah, we should do something and say something, but the reality is we don't. We don't. China and that is just not an issue. But when do we do say something about the Uyghurs? Well, when we can compare its plight to something that, well, you know, I mean, come on, it's got to be happening in America, right? So J.A. Adonde, who is an ESPN journalist, also professor at Northwestern University, he teaches at the Middle School of Journalism, he compared the ongoing human rights abuses committed by China to election reform in the United States when he was on ESPN. Now, Around the Horn's a funny show. I mean, it's a little bit tongue-in-cheek. It's it's a bunch of people commenting and whatever. But for crying out loud to sit here and to tell me that you're comparing voting right issues to the plight of the Uyghurs, and you're telling me that's the same? Could you please find me any Americans that are sitting in internment camps? Can't go visit their families, hard labor persecuted by the police in a, in, a, in a physical way. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're going to tell me, David. Come on, have you not been watching the news lately with George Floyd and the rest of them? You're telling me that that's the same thing? That there's a systemic attack by of, of all state police against all black people? I'd be hard-pressed to believe that. I'd be hard-pressed to believe that the voting rights, that the fact that Americans are being asked to present an ID at a voting station is equal to the plight of the Uyghurs. This ignorance that Jay Adonde has posted and put on there is what makes me sick. Because this son of a whatever can go up and say whatever he wants. No one's going to censor him. ESPN didn't tell him you can't do that. ESPN and Disney and the university ignored it. It's a man's opinion, it's not a big deal. So when it's convenient, you're telling me that their plight, their disaster is equal to what you have in the U.S. That's when you bring up the Uyghurs. That's when you care. That's when the China problem makes a lot of sense. Come on, guys. Give me a break. Jay Dande and all the rest of you, you know, poor souls out there who are looking to create the unnecessary noise. Congratulations. You've just proved your ignorance. And again, a beautiful check for China. It's a lovely check. So, you know, when the Dennis Prager's of this world, the Ben Shapiro's of this world, the Candace Owens of this world, and others who are on the conservative news side are saying that we need to be stronger and more aggressive with China, we're being told, oh, no, 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 we can't. We need China. We need to make China our friend. We need to make China our friend. China's our enemy right now. China has been our enemy for years. What friendship do we have with China. It's a relationship of convenience in terms of us buying from them and it's cheap and it's great. But the reality is China doesn't care about you and me. China's a political animal. Their relationship with Russia, North Korea, all these megalomaniac type of of societies, not a problem because they're looking at world power. They're looking at world domination. They're looking at really making your life, my life, as miserable as can be, that's the problem. You see, at the end of the day, the China problem is a problem. Nancy Pelosi begged the the athlete, don't say anything. Uh, Don't say anything because we're afraid that, you know, basically we're afraid that they're going to go to jail and then there's going to be a problem, just like we saw what happened with the two Michaels here in Canada who were arrested for years and in a jail on trumped-up charges on espionage while in the meantime, one of the VPs is, you know, in jail in Canada. And like, you know, guys, this is the problem. We're afraid to confront. Well, Donald Trump stood up to China and showed that there is a way to push back. Unfortunately, Mr. Biden has, you know, rescinded. Trudeau has rescinded that. And has said, no, no, we need to be nice with our Chinese partners. We need to be friends. We'll find a solution. There's no solution, folks. China has no interest whatsoever. They are a massive problem. We're petrified of what China can do to us. They have us like this. You don't believe me? Go check out the containers on the water of what they've done. Businesses need to are starting to move away from China for manufacturing because China's got too much control. The Human Rights Commission has to go and f- tell China you can't continue to act this way, that if you are a world leader and a world power, human rights violations, I mean, I'm talking to the wind because they're not going to do it. UN doesn't have the clout to go after China, but the reality is we need to tell China enough is enough. The way you treat your people, the way you treat your minorities, the way you abuse religious you know, sects, the way you are is absolutely horrific. Speak to people who are first-generation Chinese immigrants, and they will tell you that life in China is horrible. And don't believe the stories that you hear in the media that it's really worse here than in China. Pick up and move to China. Live there and tell me how you really feel. Yeah, it's cool to go visit as a tourist, but living there? Their environment is terrible. Their lifestyle, everything is horrifying. And you're saying that it's worse in the US and Canada? Go over there. Folks, we're petrified of China. We're scared of them. And we need to stop being scared. It's time to stand up to China, stop what they're doing to the Uyghurs, take back. Don't give them the Olympics. Don't give them the opportunities to use propaganda against us. Don't give them the power. It's time to grab it back. And it's important that the US, UK, China, the rest of the G7, the G20, really put the clamps on China. That's how they're going to learn. Ladies and gentlemen, that's the end of the 15-minute rant that I got. I'm looking forward to seeing you guys again on Wednesday, again on Friday. I'm looking forward to hearing from you comments that you might have about our show. Remember, we're pre not pre-recorded. We're not edited. We're live. We are unvetted. This is our opinions. These are our rants. We are not a news network. We're not a media source. But what we do is we do look hard and fast into the BDI and say, what's wrong? Where are we going wrong? And we're expressing ourselves accordingly. So if you have something you wish to express, send us a note at the rant at the rant at the the rantnetwork.com. Post a comment on our Facebook page. Check us out on YouTube, Rumble, wherever you get your podcasts. See you on Wednesday.